Welcome to Improv Interviews with Margot Escott, a psychotherapist in Naples, Florida, who is using her 35 years of experience to develop improvisation programs benefiting and improving the lives of those with emotional and physical challenges. Improv Interviews brings together the world's leading improvisational theatre masters, founders and innovators who are using improvisation therapeutically in unique and surprising ways. With great guests that include legends like Ed Asner and Aretha Sills, you're sure to learn something new about improvisation. This is Improv Interviews with your host, Margot Escott. Today we're speaking with Andrew Ritter in Vermont. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Margo. How's it's it going? Great. It's going great. And it's great to see you. And I love Vermont. It's one of my favorite places in the world. So you're up in Middlebury? Uh, yeah, in a town right next to Middlebury called Cornwall. Okay, wonderful. So let's jump into your improv story. I found you online. And I think, did, tell me a little bit about it. I think you taught at Second City, right? Uh, I did. Yes, absolutely. That was actually about started about maybe 20 plus years ago now. Um, but yeah, I was in Chicago. I had done a show called Musical the Musical, um, which was wow. a fully improvised. Yeah, fully improvised two act musical based on an audience suggestion of either a book, a movie, or a person. Uh, still actually one of the one of the toughest shows I ever I ever did in Chicago. And it was like my first professional paid gig. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, but so from that, the the music director from that was Mike Dakota. And that was how I first oh, learned. I love Mike. Got, yes. I love Mike. He's a pilot I, now. <laughs> yes, I know. It's amazing. <laughs> It's so cool. Um, yeah, so I got to know him through that experience. And then you know, it was probably three or four or so years later after that show that Mike started the music improv program at Second City and reached out to me about teaching. And that was kind of my first entry into, into teaching there. Um, but I also did the directing program at Second City. So um, was teaching in the regular improv program, the musical improv program, and then the teen and youth program as well. Well, I love musical improv and I'll sing at the drop of a hat. <laughs> nice, me too, me too, I look it. out. Yeah, and um, so let's go back a little bit. How did you get into improv in the first place? Uh, were you interested as a kid? Were you acting in, in musicals in high school? Tell me a little about your background. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I started doing theater and musical theater from a very young age. I was always very outgoing. So my parents, um, I think I did my first play when I was about six years old. I was in Alice in Wonderland um, with a local theater called Group Four. Um, and I actually, in that, it's funny, in that experience, I also did a couple of shows with Vince Vaughn when he was, when he was just a boy. Yeah, yeah. he was... He was he was the lead then as well. He was um he was Daddy Warbucks in Annie when I when I was in that, and he also was uh what's his name the the chimney sweep in Mary Poppins um the Dick Van Dyke character. All I can think of is Chim Chim Chirin. <laughs> no Bert Bert that's Bert right. yeah 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 so um but yeah but he grew up around there as well um but yeah so I I got into theater very young age always loved it. 
Um, and improv, I, I always loved comedy as well. Huge fan of Saturday Night Live. Um, I was in the suburbs of Chicago. So starting in maybe like seventh or eighth grade, my parents started taking me to Second City main stage shows. So wow. I just was always a big fan of comedy and but I didn't have my first like true improv experience until college um I did a couple small things in high school but the first real improv thing I did was was actually before I went to Middlebury College I spent a semester in England at the University of East Anglia totally random um but uh but yeah I did a play there and the the woman who directed our play put on an improv show and asked me to to be in the improv show and that was that was the first one it was terrifying and also just like so amazing yeah. um so yeah that was where I kind of got the bug yeah. of loving improv yeah Now did you come from a musical family were your parents interested in music because they started taking it to second city when you were a kid so Yeah I mean my parents have always been just huge supporters of the arts in general and theater and musical theater. Um, my mom was a piano teacher for a period of time. Um, so she, and she did some singing. Neither of them did like quite as much performing as me. Um, but, but my mom definitely had some, some of that creative and musical side in her. Um, but yeah, a lot of it was just from doing it over and over and over. <laughs> That's fantastic. So did you go from Middlebury to Chicago right away? Um, uh, it wasn't right away. I spent, I first did a semester uh, or semester, a summer um, at this thing called the Potomac Theater Project, which was actually through Middlebury's theater department. But it was basically where they mix college students with professional actors and you get to go on and, and do a couple shows in rep and you perform in one show and do tech for the other show. Um, and then I spent a year in Thailand teaching English. Um, and after I came back from Thailand was when I kind of went back to the Chicagoland area. And I actually started out uh, teaching special education um, and then just started auditioning and taking classes at Second City and IO and kind of making my way in the Chicago theater improv and on camera scene. Now, before uh, Mike, or maybe with Mike, who, who were some of the teachers you met when you first started at Second City or, and I.O.? Yeah, um, one of my first and still favorite teachers was Jack Bronis. Um, I think I had him twice during my uh, conservatory at Second City. Uh, Rebecca Sohn, Michael Gelman. Um, I, love, I, I love Gelman and I love his book. I, just I do too. Yes, I, I adore him. He's he's awesome. I learned a lot from him and his style was very because, you know, he could be pretty tough on you, which which was kind of like a thing I think I needed at the time. Um, yeah. Uh, and then at I.O., I had Susan Messing and T.J. Jagodowski and wow. Bob Dassey and Peter Gwynn and <laughs> Noah Gregoropoulos. And it was kind of just like, yeah, all these all star amazing teachers. I had Sharna for level one. Um, and yeah, just really, really fantastic teachers all the way through. Now, were you teaching special needs at Second City or was that a different? Um... No, that was different. That was um, with the North Suburban Special Education District. Um, so yeah, I was actually, when I first went back 
to the Chicagoland area. I first, you know, moved back in with mom and dad. Uh, and so I was, I was in the suburbs for about a year before I actually formally moved to Chicago. So that was kind of a location wise. It was a, a good, a good fit for me. And then I actually continued to be like a private tutor for uh, three different autistic children for a few years, even after I, I stopped being in a classroom. And do you work with them at all today? I don't. I have not in a long time. Um, but I still I still look back on that experience as one of it as probably the best just sort of teaching and like parenting experience I've ever had. Meaning like what I learned through working with that population just taught me more than I could have ever wanted to know about patients and um and and yeah, just how to work with all sorts of people. <laughs> Right, it's wonderful. So um, there you are having fun at Second City and teaching and um, and what other classes were you teaching at Second City? Um, so I taught music improv, regular improv, um, sketch comedy, musical sketch comedy. Um, and yeah, I, I pretty soon got to start directing level six shows at, at as part of the music program where they actually put on a, a either a musical sketch show or a musical improv show. Um, and I also got to be the director of the, the, the very longly named longly. I'm pretty sure longly is a word. Um, the longly named <laughs> musical, musical improv house ensemble, uh, also known as infinite Sundays. And I, uh, I directed that for gosh, almost three years, which was just, uh, it was a weekly show every Sunday night. Um, all music improv and it was just fantastic. I loved it. It sounds like heaven to me. That's yes. wonderful. I just love it so much. And you probably know Dina too, right, Deanna? Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Great friend. Um, so so you're having all this wonderful times in Chicago teaching and playing and then, um, and I also love sketch comedy. I've been studying with a fellow named Mark who used to teach at Second City as well, sketch comedy. And so did, you wrote some sketches yourself, right? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, I I mean, I, I both performed in other people's groups and then I also even did a couple of shows where I was a, a director and a performer. Um, actually, one of the most cutting edge shows I ever did was called Too Soon, a 9-11 sketch review. Wow. Um, so yes, so this was, it was all, uh, all sketches about the topic of 9-11. Um, and like, I mean, truly one of the, one of the riskiest things I ever did, but, um, I really, I really felt like we handled it really well, given what a tough topic that was to try to put humor with. Yeah. Absolutely. I never knew there were so many forms of sketch. I'm working on <laughs> a mapping sketch sketch this week i learned the oak tree and the pylon and it's it's really incredible it's like a whole new world it's wonderful what yeah do you write it yeah today? are you writing today um I, I am still doing some writing yeah one of my current projects i'm working on is an app called gfulness um and so the basic idea of gfulness is it sounds and looks a bit like your typical meditation um, app, like Calm or Headspace, but instead of being serious, all of our material is funny. And the idea is 
that you, yes, you relax a little bit, but that you have a good laugh because of the, the healing effects of laughter. Um, so I'm the creative director for that, but I'm also a, a writer and a voiceover artist. So I will write pieces for that and record them here in my home studio and uh, put them up on the app. And people can get that app at any, like an Apple app or a... Yes, really great question. Yeah, it is only available on the iPhone right now uh, and not on the Android. We're hoping we're we're in the midst of if we kind of like break through the next level of users, um, I think we'll move forward and try and get it on Android. But yes, right now it's just on Apple. And I really, though, of course, this is me selling this a little too hard, but I really recommend getting the paid version, the free version. There's only, it's kind of just a sample. It's like 10 or 12 pieces just to get a sense of what it's like. But the paid version, we have over a hundred audio pieces on there with new material added every week. Um, so I highly recommend if anyone wants to check it out to, to, well, to do I that. Plus then you're supporting artists and their, and their work so yeah well i heartily endorse it too because i have it and it's wonderful and it's calming and laugh filled and it's just a great app so i hope people will get it well thank you so much yeah it's been a, a really cool project to be a part of and you have such an amazing voice do you do you sing every day do you do you find <laughs> that's a funny question i probably do i mean mostly you know because i will i will sing in the car or um, just, yes, randomly start busting out to maybe try to make my kids laugh or something like that. But um, but uh, as far as formal singing, it's just uh, every now and then from time to time. Um, actually, just just a few weeks ago, a, a friend of mine, I was just in a in a play here recently called Small Mouth Sounds. And one of my co-performers uh, put on a voice recital and asked me if I would come and sing a song for it. This was mostly like kids and then a couple adults, her students doing like a recital. Uh, and so I just went and performed um, uh, Sandy, the 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 one sung by Danny Zuko in Greece when he's just yeah, been really, yeah. he's been really awful and he's he's alone and he's he's wondering what he did wrong when it was quite obvious what, what went wrong. But um, anyway, I, I put on a full Danny Zuko outfit and, and sang that. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I bet it was. It's great. <laughs> so, um, so somehow you ended back in Middlebury or in Vermont. What, what happened? What, what was the transition for you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, right, was I was in Chicago for about 20 plus years. Um, and yeah, right at the end of my time in Chicago, I was doing this really fun show called The Greatest Story Never Told. Um, it was a, a interactive improv show for kids and families where the kids from the audience got to come up on the stage and help us make up a story on the spot. And then... Um, I would also have a writer and artist turn help me turn the entire show into a book, and then I would I would sell the book to the audience. And I, I actually learned how to make books by hand for that. So when people would order them, I would sit at my dining room table and and make books by hand and and mail them out after it was done. Um, but well, anyway, that's so wonderful. that's wonderful, and I bet the kids just loved it. It was it yes was photographs too as well of them on stage. Yes, yeah, so I I. I I did it two different ways. For the first few years of the show, I had professional artists who I would send them 
uh, a copy of the 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 text from the story and they would create anywhere from like five to eight pictures based on that um that started to get expensive and challenging to get artists to get the work in in a timely manner um so i then changed the format and i would have the kids right after the show is over they would go up on stage and they would all draw pictures and so i would just collect them and then i use the kids pictures in the books uh for sort of the second half of my my experience doing that oh that's awesome do you have any copies left that you still have absolutely yes i have a bunch still <laughs> well this is a podcast so we can't see them but that's wonderful <laughs> i'd love to see one <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely i can grab one for you couple photos of them and send them yes to yeah that would absolutely love to see that that is yeah. great so so you're having this great time so, so go ahead okay yeah 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 so um so right, yes, Chicago was and still is amazing. Um, and yeah, we kind of just got to the point of we were in a condo and we wanted a house. Um, so we were just debating where to move. And we we narrowed down a list to Colorado, um, Evanston, Illinois, and Vermont. <laughs> um, <clears throat> actually, Toronto or the outskirts of Toronto was also on our radar for a little bit. Um, but yeah, we did a trip out to all those places. And when we came back out to Vermont, it just everything about it felt right and beautiful. My my wife and I are both we love hiking and nature and kayaking and um and Vermont just kind of had all that and more. Uh so so yeah, we actually made the choice to move a few years before we actually moved and just kind of kept making trips out there and unfortunately had to ultimately move during the lockdown, which was a challenging time to try to buy a house. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, an out-of-state house as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, we we finally did it and and made our way here and um yeah it's just been fantastic oh that's wonderful like i said i love vermont i used to go to a place called lincoln vermont in the summers and there was a little town named bristol vermont and yeah yeah wonderful memories and i remember these little brooks or river not quite river but that we would get into when the weather was hot and it's just a fantastic place and you have children too you have two daughters yes two daughters who are 13 and 15 now. Wow. And Hard are, to believe, yeah. I was going to ask, is your wife an actor? No, she's not. Not at all. She works in public policy. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. How about your daughters? Are they improvisers? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're both improvisers and actors. I mean, we. Uh, I had them do a ton of stuff back in Chicago. Um, I mean, they were they were regulars at The Greatest Story Never Told, so they were always there improvising. I, I also was, um, I had a Big Mouth Talent was my agent back when I was in Chicago doing on-camera work, and I, I eventually had both my daughters audition for them, and they both got in, so they got to do a little bit of on-camera work and on-camera auditioning, and Yes, they, uh, I had one daughter who got to it in a, with this place called the Music House. She was in a production of Shrek and they cast her as Shrek and she was probably one of the tiniest people in the, in the, in the production, um, but it was amazing. And then my older daughter uh, got to do a couple of junior high musicals. She was in Fiddler on the Roof 
And then she was cast in Mary Poppins as the mom role. And, uh, but that was also their show was, was due to go up. Um, and then the lockdown happened and they had to cancel the thing. Oh. It was so sad. Yeah. So very sad. It was sad, but what are they doing today? I mean, maybe not at this moment, but yeah. What, what are they doing right now, Andrew? <laughs> Literally right now. Oh, I have one daughter who's getting a haircut. Um, and the other one is over at a friend's house. Um, but yeah, they're, they're both, you know, it took some adjusting to Vermont life, of yeah, course. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, they're both doing great. Um, both doing a couple of sports and, and I have, I've, I've started a new company here called Interact Creative and I've been teaching both acting and improv classes to kids. And they have, they have been in my classes already a few times here. So um, making sure they still get, get some good uh, acting and improv training. Well, that's wonderful. And yeah. so uh, the people that you're teaching right now, all, all ages or what's, what's, what's your student population like? Yeah, I've, I've, been mostly doing kids. I, I did um, in the winter, I did an adult improv class. Um, and the first one ran great. I mean, I, I probably only had like five or six students. It I find it's been a lot more challenging to get a, a, adults here in the middle of Vermont to decide they should go take an improv class. Um, so yeah, I did, I think two sessions of that one. And then uh, and then after that, I had trouble filling it. But um, but yeah, the kids' classes have gone really well. And I've also re really nice. I've, I've been like hooked up with some other organizations and have been teaching at the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Virgins. I've been teaching improv there. And then another local school had me do an after after school story prov class uh, for first and wow. second graders. Yeah, which wow. was adorable. Yes, it was really cute and really fun. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, now I'm actually gearing up. I haven't, I, have, I, I, I can't disclose anything yet because I haven't made decisions, but I actually want to put on a production of my own here. Um, so I'm kind of in the early stages of figuring out exactly what show and, uh, but I'm this, I'm really thinking about this more towards like the winter time or something like that, but you got to start thinking of these things ahead of time, you know? Oh yeah. Now, um, <laughs> are, are you teaching online at all? Did you teach, have you taught online and do you teach online? Um, I have a little bit. Yeah. When, of course, when the lockdown started, I was teaching with, um, a company called Dream Big and Second City as well. Um, and those two groups moved to online classes. Um, I have to admit, I was very, just when I first heard that that's what was going to happen, I was, I, I was very skeptical and also like not sure if it was really something I wanted to do. I was having trouble imagining an art form that relies so much on the human contact and human experience and being in the room together. Um, but I did it and it ended up really kind of changing my mind about it because I, you know, I saw these kids who just, I mean, you know, especially during, during the early days of the pandemic, um, it, there just seemed to be a lot of sadness and it was this really cool 
I don't know, way to, to see kids just like having fun. I mean, they're sitting alone in their rooms and we're making stuff up and we're playing games and seeing them laugh and be weird. And it just kind of, yeah, it was one of those, it was all worth it, despite it being a much harder way to try to, to, try to teach that art form for sure. Well, I totally understand, but I've been teaching online since the pandemic. Everything I do is online, and I'm yeah. really used to that. So that's great. Uh, I, I do kind of miss teaching in person. Um, yeah, so, it's um, quite a it's quite a skill. I bet I bet you've gotten pretty good at that, having done it a bunch. Um, it takes at least for me. It it definitely took a few classes before I was like, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of trial and error of like, okay, that does not work over Zoom, right. but uh, right. but this one does. And, yeah, yeah. Zip, zip zaps off you have to modify a bit yes yeah, yeah, totally. but uh you know I, I teach every week so i really it's just part of what i do right now um and uh musical improv is particularly difficult to teach online though because of zoom lag and all of that yes yeah absolutely yeah i have to say also i going back to, since you brought up musical improv again just that being a part of the musical improv community kind of back when Mike started that was really like it was kind of like we were we were taking a new baby art form and just kind of I watched it explode over a 10-year period and it was just astounding it was fun to be a part of and it was amazing to see all the hundreds of different ways and things that that so many different people have have now done with that art form that just began as more like a yeah there were like short form musical improv games and right now there's fully long form improvised musicals of all styles and kinds and yeah it was a really really great little world to be a part of for a little while there oh I wish I could have seen you. I'm so jealous. We have a, <laughs> we have a festival that's resuming this year for the first time in Sarasota, Florida, and it's the Florida Studio Theater. And Will Lura is the director, and um, they have had some brilliant musical improv shows that just you're just going, oh my gosh, how do they do that? It's so wonderful. That's what great. Experience. Uh, if if we were still together, I would I would get my my former group. I had I was in a group called Manzical, um, huh? Manzical. Um, so instead of musical, we had the word man M A N sickle uh, because we were we were all men in the group. Um, but it was a it was still remains one of the most fun musical improv shows I've ever done. Um, it was very like free form it wasn't a beginning middle and end musical but instead just get a suggestion and do scenes and songs and scenes and songs and then eventually we do callbacks and it was just kind of like play hard and fast and fun and support each other to the highest degree and we were all like kind of really talented musicians as well like we all know how to harmonize so we're improvising harmonies and um we just had a, a really pretty special rapport with each other it, it's definitely a show I I miss and yes if there was if there was a show I could bring there that would probably be the one <laughs> how far are you from Boston oh three, not too not too yeah three and a half hours maybe that's not too bad yeah yeah driving improv there so yeah um, do you do you remember Boom Chicago or oh, absolutely. And, yeah, I, I I went to a Boom Chicago show once. I mean, years and years and years and years ago. But yeah, I was in Amsterdam and yeah, went to a show there and was totally blown away by it. It's so good. 
um, you know, down here in Naples, we don't get many, you know, really great improv teachers, I'm sorry to say, but the first person I learned musical improv from was Stacy Smith. And oh, that's funny. I had, I had Stacy as a student. You um, did? Oh my God. Yeah, actually, I remember, I remember when she moved to Chicago and she took, I was teaching a, just like a one day workshop of intro to music improv and she took it. And I, I believe it was one of the first classes she took there and yeah, she was one of those people I could just tell was just a light and such a joy to work with. And yes, I'm not surprised at all by the the great success she's had. Yeah, yeah, Baby Wants Candy was like a regular. I think I went to that festival 10 years in a row in the beginning. And yes. uh, so great and such a lovely person. I was so fortunate to have her for a teacher. And then That's Mike, great. one of my teachers, as well as Dean Anna. So I've been very blessed with that. But enough about me. Uh, <laughs> about you. <laughs> um, so what do you what are your plan? You have some plans that you're not going to get much into, but what are the <laughs> things you're planning on that you'd like to do? And because um, and are you doing some voiceovers still or any commercial work? Um, no commercial work uh, since I've moved here. Um, and the voiceover mostly just via the the Gfulness app. I'm I'm doing voiceovers through that. Um, but yeah, a lot of it is is kind of creating my own work here. I did. I mean, I, I as I mentioned, I performed with a local company called the Middlebury Acting Company, um, and I I plan to continue to to work with them as a performer and I think potentially even director as well. Um, but but yeah, a lot of it through through this company I started Interact Creative. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to sort of branch out in many different directions. So teaching classes, I want to do productions. I also have um, there's a wing of my company that's for businesses. So you know, bringing improv or team building type exercises into businesses. Um, I do have uh, online, as you as you kind of were asking about before, as an option. Um, I've only taught one online class since I've been here, uh, which actually was, it was really cool. It was for CPS drama teachers. Um, so a, a, a former colleague of mine got in touch with me and she wanted to do, it, again, it was kind of like a workshop for teachers, both for them to have fun and to get kind of next level improv instruction. Um, so I did, I did an online class uh, for that, which was really fun. Again, challenging. It's such a, it's such a different thing when you're, when you're on the computer for that, but, um, now, but yeah, so, wait a minute. CPS counts, mm -hmm. please, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes, of course. That's Chicago Public Schools. <laughs> um, right. You're not, you're not a Chicagoan. You wouldn't know no. that. <laughs> um, so yes, CPS is the Chicago Public School System. Uh, so this, this colleague I know was, a, is a drama teacher and, um, she, yeah, she's also a, a leader in that field as well. And so she was trying to create monthly workshops for other drama teachers uh, on different, different kind of like theater based topics each month. And yeah, reached out to me to do, to do an improv class with them, which was really cool. Well, I'd take a class with you any day if you had a class, Andrew, I'm telling you, I really Excellent. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I love studying. I take a lot of classes and uh, 
and it's just so much fun. So I was thinking, maybe we could do a little game, maybe a little short musical game. <laughs> okay. Want to? Sure. All right. Well, you're my director, expert here. So <laughs> uh, what should we do? Let's have some fun. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, do you, how, how, how do you feel about rap battles? Can you, can you, can you do a rap battle? I think I can. Yes, yeah. I can. Yes, All I right. can. Awesome. Okay. So, um, we'll try to go back and forth. And so we'll get a topic and then our job is to try to set up and pay off a rhyme based on that topic. Um, but like once, once one of us has used a word for the for the rhyming word, like that word can't be used again. Right, so right, right. yeah, yeah. Um, so we try to keep doing different ones back and forth until one of us either runs out of ideas or uh, or repeats an idea or something like that. Um, but the but the basic rhythm, I'll give it to you like this. It's it's gonna go like um dig a 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 dig 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 ka and here is when I set up my rhyme and now I'm going to pay off my rhyme. Then the other person sets up their rhyme. Then the other person pays off their rhyme. Um, so it kind of goes like that. And we'll just, we can try going back and forth. What do you think? Great, great. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. Okay. All right. All right, so we need a we need a suggestion. What what is the topic we should wrap about? Maybe something big in general. Um, I, well, I'm looking at my library. The first thing I see Great. is improv. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh sure. All right, we'll do we'll do it about improv. I love that. That's great. Okay, you'll you'll do the lead off. Okay, great. Okay, uh, I think. <laughs> And I celebrate my failures just to let you know. Oh yes, me too. Me too. <laughs> Uh, it does not matter if you're short or tall. I need all of you to get off the back wall. I don't care if you don't play ball. I want to see everybody fall. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's like playing in the sand. Don't forget the important rule that's yes and. And if you want to bake my man, don't forget to play with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. You got to play with Sam always, always. <laughs> I think I kind of messed it up, but again, I celebrate my failures. And yeah, that's that's all right. I, I need I need a little more practice. <laughs> no, not at all. It's great. Do you want to do one more round, or you think? Yeah, you think yeah, yes, yeah. do another one. Let's see. All right, another new one. suggestion. Um. Oh no, you make a suggestion this time. Okay. Uh, the first thing I saw is birds. A book about birds here. So we'll just should we do birds as our topic? Right. All right, sweet. Oh, I'm a huge fan of Miss Jane Lynch. Oh my goodness, do you see that finch? Sam, 
Some people call me quite a wrench, but I say, look at that Robin up there. <laughs> I like to say ho, I like to say hey, oh my goodness, I see a blue jay. <laughs> You just really made my day. I see an Oreo on its way. <laughs> an Oreo, oh my gosh, that's sweet. Can you hear this parakeet? She sure has an awesome beat. I tell you, it's kind of neat. <laughs> I wonder if these rhymes will ever peak. I can see this bird's bird beak. Musical improv that you seek. Talk to Andrew because he's not too meek. <laughs> if you don't think you can do it, well, I can. Have you seen that giant pelican? <laughs> All right, I think we did it. We did it. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Oh, thank you for that. That was so much fun, Andrew. Absolutely. I will bow wrap any day. <laughs> great. Well, listen, some year you need to come down to the Sarasota Improv Festival. Um, I would love to. Man, you know Will Laura, right? Um, Not well. I know. I mean, I know just sort of by name, um, but but don't know. No. Yeah, reach out to him because it's you know resuming this year and it's a, a marvelous festival. Um, Craig and Carla Kukowski are going to be there and some other. Oh, awesome! I know. I'm taking a lot of their workshops. So anyway, I, I need more than one. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, well, listen, I've enjoyed speaking with you. So you, I, you just lifted me up so much today and you're doing wonderful work. And I totally support the theater that you're working with and all the wonderful endeavors. And I'm so glad I found you, Andrew Witter. Me too. This has really been a joy and a delight. Um, and yeah, I'll just plug if anybody, if you want to check out more about Gfulness, you can find out more info at gfulness.com. Um, or Interact Creative is interactcreative.org. Um, I'd love for people to check those out. And I just thank you so much. I love this podcast that you have. And I, I really appreciate uh, the voice that you're giving to improv artists and all the many amazing and fantastic ways that people are using improv to make the world a better place. So um, I really appreciate you, Margo. It's been really great playing with you and getting to know you. Thanks, Andrew. Same here. Have a wonderful day and see you right. soon, I hope. All right. Sounds great. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and look forward to you joining us next time on Improv Interviews with Margot Escott.